0: Well, I would like to read you. It's not a joke. It's more an interesting story. Listen to this. A young couple moved into a new house. The next morning, while they were eating breakfast, the young woman saw her neighbor hanging up the washing outside. Hey, the laundry, the, the, that laundry is not very clean. She doesn't know how to wash correctly, she said. Perhaps she needs a better soap powder. Her husband looked on, remaining silent. And every time the neighbor hung the washing up to dry, the young woman made the same comments. A month later, the woman was surprised to see a nice, clean washing on the line and said to her husband, Look, she's finally learned how to wash correctly. I wonder who taught her this. Her husband replied, I got up early this morning and I cleaned out our windows And so it is with life. What we see when watching others depends on the clarity of the window through which we look. So don't be too quick to judge others, especially if your perspective of life is clouded by anger, jealousy, disappointment, fear, negativity, or unfulfilled desires. Judging a person does not define who they are, but it defines who you are. Wow, this is pretty powerful, isn't it? Guys, be kind to one another, please, at this time. I learned a strong lesson a few years ago that being, uh, loving is more important than being right. Being loving is more important than being right. So make sure you love each other also on Facebook. Amen? Amen. Yes, a pastoral little note here. Now, I want to continue uh, the little uh, talk I had last week as we came out of this beautiful women's conference that Catherine led, Wild, Strong, and Free, where the theme was Stand. And on Sunday morning, I kind of finished that talk uh, for all of us, and I talked about standing firm. Now, we did not know how prophetic Mm -hmm. This theme would be for our time, well done Catherine, she already knew this last year, so very well prophetically done, Uh, what it would be for us right now, how we need to learn to stand and to be strong. So how do we stand in times of struggle? How do we stay strong? And so my talk today is called Staying Strong, Staying Strong, and it's the second part of our series in the armor of God that we started last week, and I'll finish it today, particularly at the end. I, I, um, last week, I didn't have much time at the end to continue, and I want to do some things that will really bless your heart. So let's go to the Word of God again, Ephesians 6. Don't forget that Paul has, to, in Ephesians 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and even the beginning of 6, he has been establishing uh, our righteousness. He's been establishing our identity in Jesus Christ, what he has done for our lives and how it applies to our lives. And then at the end of this book of Ephesians, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible, he then talks about, hey, but your struggle is not just physical. There's also a spiritual struggle. And here we go. So finally, he says, Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Now stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with our feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which which with you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert always keep praying for all the lord's people may the lord bless his word four times It says, stand, four times, stand. I love this final sentence in this. It says, pray for all the Lord's people. Guys, we need to pray for one another. Let's pray for one another. Even if you disagree on Facebook, pray for one another. Pray for our government. Pray for our businesses. Pray for the health of people in this nation. Pray for your neighbor. It is good to pray for one another. Amen? Amen. So we see here that we are in a spiritual battle. There's a, spiritual, uh, there's, a, there's a kingdom of darkness colliding with the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of light. And so Paul says there's a struggle. There's a struggle. And the struggle is against not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities, it's about evil evil demons and things like that, principalities. And so he says uh, uh, that, that that's where our struggle is. So it's sometimes very difficult in the place that we're in, because it's not easy, because sometimes we cannot always discern what's going on. Is this physical? Is this spiritual? What's going on in this place? But Paul says very clearly here that there are schemes of the enemy that are against us and against the church and against our country, against the the righteousness of God. And so we need to learn to stand and be strong in this attack see key in this area is that a spiritual battle has to be fought in a spiritual way and that's why Paul starts here that to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power it is not your strength it is not my strength it is God's strength Now, like Catherine said before, it is also important physically that we are strong, that we have good food, that we exercise. I suggest even in this time, look at some fun movies. I was watching some mimes the other day, some funny character things, and I laughed my head off. I mean, laughing is good medicine. So make sure that even in this time that you find a way to laugh and to have fun. It is so healthy for you and also for me. Amen? But don't underestimate that there is a spiritual battle. I love this in Ephesians 6. Be supernaturally infused with strength. Supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus Christ, your one spirit with him. It says, stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Come on, the force is with you. It was the movie was right. May the force be with you. May the force of God be in your life. It is so powerful and we need it now more than ever before. Last week we saw that the armor of God is actually Jesus Christ himself. You put on Jesus Christ himself. The context here is that in Ephesians, it talks about our identity, everything that Christ built. Bought for us on the cross, we now put on. It is the armor of our new creation, new creation spirit, identity we put on. It's righteousness, it is salvation, it is the peace of God, it is faith. And even other things that don't fit in the armor, I suggest people things like joy and other things that come into your life. It's all about Jesus. And I tell you, when you do that, strength comes into your life into our lives so quickly the first few and then we go into more details in the other one belt of truth we talked about this number one truth has to be foundational in your life jesus is truth um he is uh, jesus the way the truth and the life you got to build your life on truth Satan is the father of lies, so lies are being thrown at you all the time. So we need to know what truth is and what lies are because uh, truth will help us to unmask the lies. So we need to make sure that that we know the truth about how God works, who He is, who we are in Him, all this kind of stuff that we've been learning to be strong in His truth. The second thing is the breastplate of righteousness. I talked about this last week a bit more, so I won't take much time today. But we have received the righteousness from God. It is a gift from God. It is not your righteousness. It's not my righteousness. We can never measure up. But it's the righteousness that's a gift from God that when we get saved, he gives to us. His perfect righteousness, perfect right standing with himself. Strength. Guys, I don't know about you. But in my life, one of the most powerful things I have in my life, listen to me, is righteousness. I know how I can fail. I know my thoughts. I know the things that come against me. I know my own weaknesses. But still, Jesus Christ, he paid for all my sin, for all my weaknesses. And he gives me the gift of righteousness, justification, as if I have never sinned. As if there was not even in the world. Come on. This is so powerful powerful. This is so strengthening because the devil has nothing on you. You can say to him, hey, Jesus paid it all. I am debt free. I'm guilt free and forgiven forever. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus for a moment, shall we? Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross for us. Now, the third one we talked about is the gospel of peace, the feet, the boot of the gospel of Peace, that God, Jesus is our Prince of Peace. He gives us peace, the shalom of God. I tell you, this is such a strong weapon because there's so much turmoil around. Where? Where can I find peace? And Jesus says, My peace I give to you. Not the peace of the world, it is a peace that passes all of our understanding. It is so beautiful. Philippians 4, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Guys, more than ever before, we need to know that we can live in the middle of the storm in this peace of God. It's supernatural. It is from God Him self. Don't be alarmed. Jesus says, in this world you have trouble, but I have overcome the world. Amen? So be strong in that peace. Now, the shield of faith is powerful. And I want to talk a bit more about faith here today. The shield of faith, it stops the accusations and the arrows from the enemy that comes into our body. He can't touch our spirit, but he can touch our body. He can touch our mind. He can touch your emotions in this way. So to be strong, is to have faith. Faith in who God is. Faith in who you have become. Faith in the power that we have and the authority. And that will come with a series when I start. I may start next week on this series on authority. It's so powerful, I think, particular in this time, because we need to know who we are. Amen? And how to release the kingdom of God and the power. Faith is the language of the kingdom of heaven. Every child of God overcomes the world, 1 John 5. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. Through faith, you triumph. It's not about you. It's the faith of God. Faith is power. Come on, let's say it together. Faith is power. Come on, Catherine. Faith is power. Come on, Charlie. Faith is power we're talking about daddy okay all good faith is power right now listen throughout the whole bible from genesis all the way to revelation god used people who were weak and they were not very strong and so they were they walked in weakness in themselves they didn't know who they were they didn't know what to do and then god says hey i love you i believe in you have my faith and let's do some damage." (laughs) <laughs> against the kingdom of of darkness and let's bring the kingdom of of light and i love this now i love this so much that i want to read the scripture to you in hebrews 11 it is the f- faith chapter now i want i want to install faith in you because so much fear is being mustered up. so much anxiety can can come about with this world we're in and by the way i've not responded most of those things on facebook jesus is not coming back very soon some people say hey the rapture is going to be next week It's not going to happen next week. There's way too many people to be saved. It is a long time away still. So let's keep praying. This COVID thing has happened before These kind of diseases. It will pass again and we'll be fine again. So don't worry. Let's keep on doing the thing that God calls us to do. is to make disciples of all nations. Amen? Amen. Here we go. Hebrews 11. And what more could I say to convince you? For there is not enough time to tell you of the faith of Gideon. Hey, the faith of Gideon. Gideon was hiding in the winepress. He didn't have much faith. But then God comes to see him and say, hey, mighty man of hell, I have called you. I bless you. I love you. And I want to pull you in faith. The faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophet. Through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. The faith fastened, listen to this, very important. Their faith fastened unto their promises and pulled them into reality. What does that mean? It means that the promises that they had in God, their faith in them, Pull those promises into reality. Guys, there's promises over your life. There's promises over my life, over our church, over our city and nation. That we can believe in. God will fulfill those promises, promises in our lives. Hey, by faith, they shut the mouth of lions. They became powerful. In, 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 um, um, they put out power of, of fire. And they escaped the sword. Although they were weak. This is the key thing of this morning, guys. Listen to me. Although weak. Their faith imparted power to make them strong. Their faith imparted power to make them strong. And faith sparked courage within them, and they became mighty warriors in battle. Hey, come on. Courage. God wants to give us courage through our faith in Him. It's a supernatural courage that comes for us to stand. Warriors. God is raising up A beautiful army of warriors. And look at this. It's in the Bible. And look at this. And pulling armies from another realm into battle array. They're pulling powers from another realm. This is angels. By faith, we pull angels into our circumstances to help us in our time of need. Guys, we are not alone. We are not alone. It is so powerful that we have Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit and the angels and each other to lean on in Jesus' name. Helmet of salvation, we talked about this, divine power to take captive. Now I want to say one thing about this, because it talks in 2 Corinthians about this, that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedience to Christ. People, listen to me. Take captive the thoughts that come against you. Make it obedient to Christ. If there's thoughts that do not fit the mind of Christ, that do not fit the character of God, things like fear or anxiety or lust or things that are not from, not from God, when those things come to you, hey, you know they're not from God. And then we take captive those thoughts. We said no, and we submit them to Christ, and then peace comes into our life. So we need to start speaking to fear to go. We start speaking to anxiety to go. We start speaking to unbelief to go, and we'll become strong in Him. The last point, and then I'm done. Sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. We talked about this last time. This is not the Logos, but this is the Rema Word of God. The speaking Word of God. We need to learn to speak to our circumstances, to speak to our mountains, to speak the faith of God. See, Jesus spoke Spirit and, and life and then when things happen like this in the power of the holy spirit it will change we're almost done here praying in the spirit guys we are now in lockdown and what a wonderful time that we can actually pray together as a mighty army in new zealand and all over the globe praying in the spirit he says with all kinds of prayers i love this in the passion translation pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times and pray for all the believers guys pray passionately intercede constantly pray for enemies pray for our church pray for your friends pray for your neighbors in this way and worship when we worship things start to happen he builds his throne His kingdom comes when we pray and when we worship in our lives, in our city, in our nation. All kinds of prayers, guys, it says here. Pray in tongues. Pray in the Spirit. You speak mysteries of God when you speak in tongues. It's powerful. You join with heaven. And we release the divine intervention of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm inviting you to stay strong today. But strength doesn't come from you. It comes from God. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And then put on this armor which will keep you strong and keep you standing. Amen.